Hey guys, it's Leah Buckles from Prestige Veteran Medical Consulting. I'm a U.S. Army veteran, physician assistant, and former compensation and pension examiner. So I want to come on today and discuss uh, Nexus Letters in a video that we're calling Nexus Letter 101. So it's just some basic information about, you know, what they are, what they can be used for, where you can get them, and things like that. So without wasting too much time, let me pull up this little PowerPoint I have pre prepared. Okay. So let's okay what is an independent medical opinion as you guys can see here an independent medical opinion is a report generated after a medical professional examines pertinent documentation and is supported by and it the letter itself is supported by medical literature so an independent medical opinion is often called a nexus letter in the veteran community so these are again technical reports that can show a link between an injury and illness and a veteran service. So who can generate or write this type of report? So that's a really great question. So you can ask your treating doctor to write one. They don't necessarily have to. Um, you can ask if you are seeing a podiatrist and it's a foot related issue, you can ask them to write one. You can ask a chiropractor if they're treating you for your back. If you're seeing an audiologist, you can, um, for a hearing related issue or, or tinnitus, you can ask them. But mostly where we see these is it, it, for the most conditions, right, is either a doctor or a nurse practitioner or a PA is going to write, you know, any type of medical condition, whether it's cancer or an orthopedic issue or headaches or whatever, right? Um, a psychologist, you may want to discuss with your psychologist with, whether they'd like to write a nexus letter or a nexus statement for you. These reports don't have to be super robust. They just have to do a good job of showing how condition A is related to condition B or how condition A is related to your service, okay? So they can be anywhere from, you know, a couple sentences, <coughs> excuse me, in your medical record to 10, 15 pages long. It just depends on who the author is, who the writer is, right? Is it your, um, someone who's used to writing these types of reports? You know, again, it's, there's no set standard on how many pages it should be or how many paragraphs it should be. It just, does it contain the, the information that shows a valid rationale as to why these conditions are related, okay? So let's talk about different types of connections. So primary service connection and secondary ser service connection. So you can get a letter to support either one of those types of connections. Again, you don't necessarily need one, they're not required, but they can be helpful at times. So a primary service connection is when a condition has a direct relationship to somebody's service, okay? So they were injured on active duty, they herniated some discs, um, you know, had, you know, doing PT or jumping out of an airplane or combatives or whatever, they hurt their back, it's documented in their medical record, or perhaps it's not documented because they didn't go to medical, but they have buddy letters and things like that. Those can be helpful, right? Or a something like an exposure, right? Right. So you had acoustic noise exposure and you developed hearing loss or tinnitus, or you were exposed to jet fuel and you developed some condition related to that. So a nexus letter can be helpful in these situations, but if it's well documented in your record, hopefully, you know, you will just be able to get service connected based on the merits of what's in your file. Oftentimes, even with things that are documented, if 20 or 30 years have gone by, for example, and you sprained your ankle, you know, one time in service or you broke your ankle in service, but then you didn't get seen for a number of years and just self-treated or you, you know, maybe didn't have insurance, right? There there may be use for some type of statement from a from a medical professional showing that 
your current ankle pain is related to that initial injury in service, okay? Secondary service connection. So this is when a condition has been caused or aggravated by another service-connected condition. So I'm going to go over some examples of that here shortly. Um, oops, sorry. Again, primary service connection is when a, veter a veteran can establish a primary service connection by showing that they have a current diagnosed disability, they suffered from the disease or injury during their military service, and a link exists, a link or a nexus exists between your current disability and the injury or disease you suffered during service. Okay, so you, you hurt yourself in service, you still have a, you have a current medical diagnosis of whatever that condition is, and then there's a link between those. Okay. Presumptive service connection. So the PACT Act came out recently and has developed and further established different presumptive type conditions related to different periods of time. So the VA presumes that certain disabilities were caused by military service based upon specific criteria that have been approved in relation to duty locations, times, and specifics of a vet service. So for example, vets relate, uh, that have Agent Orange, dioxin exposure from Vietnam, there are a certain lists of conditions that can be found on VA.gov, they're readily available, that are presumed related to service. Hypertension is one, diabetes, Peripheral neuropathy, I think there's a timeline on that one. I think it's about a year. There are some cardiovascular diseases, some cancers and things like that. Uh, Gulf War veterans, there's a whole list of, of items that are also presumptively related to Gulf War veterans, okay? Secondary service connection examples, okay? So like we discussed when condition A is related to condition B and condition B is service connected, right? So migraines secondary to PTSD. So if someone's service connected for PTSD and it's caused them to have migraines or to worsen pre-existing migraines, erectile dysfunction secondary to PTSD, left knee secondary to a service connected right knee. So maybe you were service connected for your right knee pain because you injured it in service. And then over many years, your left knee started to bother you. That may, you may be able to show a service connection there or show that it's related to that right knee. Obstructive sleep apnea, secondary to PTSD. Hypertension, secondary to PTSD. These are all just examples. And this doesn't mean you're going to be service connected for these. You, you have to, you, there are many variables, right? So if you have other more likely causes of whatever the condition is, then, you know, just because you have condition A and condition B doesn't mean that they're related. It means they could be depending on your risk factors and all kinds of stuff. Okay. So for example, hypertension, maybe it's related to stress from PTSD, but if you have a bunch of other risk factors, like a family history, you're a smoker, you're obese, all kinds of stuff, have to weigh you have the expert whether it's your cmp examiner your treating doctor whoever has to look at those risk factors to determine if it's more likely that it's or at least as likely as not caused by that service connected disability diabetes often i'm seeing this related to obstructive sleep apnea there's a lot of good literature out there about that but again if a person has a slew of family history and a bunch of other risk factors that makes that tough right radiculopathy, secondary to degenerative disc disease, and anxiety, secondary to tinnitus or, you know, back pain or whatever, okay? Obesity as an intermediate step. I've done a ton of videos on these. You should check them out, right? So obesity is a known risk factor for the development of several chronic medical conditions like diabetes, uh, sleep apnea, hypertension, arthritis even, strokes, hypertension. I think I already said that one. So there's a whole bunch of... Um, 
different conditions that if you have obesity, it can be a primary risk factor, right? So if your service-connected condition caused the obesity, right, and the medical condition that you have is caused by obesity, there, there's some really specific language, you know, it, it, they really want to know, would that have condition been caused if it hadn't been for the obesity? So there's some tricky language in there that you have to really know that, you know, this person probably wouldn't have developed the condition had it not been for the obesity that's related to the service-connected disability, okay? And if you go out and eat Burger King every day, then it's not really realistic necessarily that your 0% knee pain is what caused you to become obese. You know, there's lifestyle um, impacts that play a role here. So every case is different, okay? So, and lastly, I know we're talking about nexus letters, but let's touch on DBQs real quick. Um, qualitative versus quantitative, right? So qualitative means to me, right? That nexus letter, it's showing the link. Is it, It's like a yes or a no, like a light switch, yes or no. Is it is the light switch on or is it off? Is it connected or is it not? At least as likely as not. The DBQ is a quantitative data point that we've got tons of videos on DBQs and what happens in a CMP exam, et cetera. So these DBQs have lists of things like, for example, for the back, you know, what is the person's flexion and extension and the range of motion and things like that. And that's what the rater is going to look at to determine um, what the rating is going to be. So the nexus letter is more so like yes or no, is it related to service? And then the DBQ helps to determine what that rating is, okay? Um, I hope this was helpful, you guys. Let me take this screen off here. So I hope this was helpful to, for you guys to get some more information. I know we talk touch on a lot of these topics in several videos, but um, these questions come up quite frequently. So maybe if you haven't caught some of the other ones, this might strike a chord with you, okay? If you have any questions, please let me know. You can check us out at prestigeveteranmctx.com. It's up here at the top of the screen. Thank you for watching, and I'll talk to you guys soon.